going, everyone? Joe Gagner here, welcoming you to edition number 39 of Joe vs. World. My guest today is making his third appearance on the program. He is a, a true friend of the show and has been absent for far too long. It's Tan Vera Quib. Tan, how you doing? What up? Not much. What up with you? Um, I'm just, you know, having a good time, you know, uh, sitting here looking at my wall. And uh, I, had a, uh, I have a bed and I am laying on the bed right now, kind of in Indian style, Indian style, with their legs crossed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm actually sitting in the chair Indian style right now with a blanket on. I I usually do. Or one thing that I'll do is I'll, like, put one leg off the chair kind of and, like, lean on it in, like, a weird way. And it's it, – I like it, but everybody else thinks I'm weird. But hmm. I think you have to be – I think you have to be weird to be on internet radio. So. Probably, yeah. Yeah, like none of my family members have internet radio shows or have done appearances on inter- internet radio shows. Well, that's their loss. But uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm the cool one. Well, we're here today to discuss Wrestling Society X, the new MTV promotion, a project I know you were excited about, but uh, let me ask you this. Do you watch a lot of MTV right now? Um, Not really, unless I'm watching uh, like those real-world challenges. Mm-hmm. I watch those sometimes. Those are pretty fantastic. I have to admit that... Uh, yeah, I like the real world road rules challenges, but only like the last couple of episodes. Like when they replay them on Saturdays, they'll replay like the whole fucking season. Well, I like to watch like the last, you know, two or three episodes because it gets more athletic. But um, otherwise, I don't really watch any anything on MTV unless I'm watching uh, MTV's Direct Effect, so I can start like co-opting things from the African American community and putting that into how I project myself to other urbanites. Not bad. I am. I'm one of those people. MTV has passed by. I'm the person that asks, "Why doesn't MTV play music videos anymore?" I, I pine for the days of, uh, of of MTV Blocks and the the Top Twenty Countdown with Adam Curry and uh, Yo MTV Raps with Dr. Dre and Ed Lover and uh, yeah. Remote Control, the finest game show of all of all times. And I see these shows like like Two Days and Laguna Beach and My Super Sweet Sixteen, and I scratch my head. I, I'm, yeah. just, I'm too old for MTV now. Yeah, I, I feel older and older when I watch MTV, when I'm staring at females who are like 15 or 16 years old, and I, I just look at them and I'm like, damn, I'm really old, or they're just really young. And it's probably one or the other. Yeah, I like VH1 a lot more, just because it has Slave of Flav. He's, he's, he's pretty much uh, the most charismatic personality this side of uh, Takamichinoku pre-Kaintai run. Okay. You asshole! Wonderful. Well, uh, wrestling actually does have a a long history on MTV. Way back to 1985, the war to settle the score with Hulk Mm -hmm. Hogan against Roddy Piper was a huge hit, did like a 9.1 rating. Uh, He was actually on MTV after it left the USA Network for a few years, and uh, so the first few seasons of Tough Enough. Oh, and you're forgetting the um, the MTV WCW special where they had they they, they wrestled in the rain. Oh, that's around, right. I think in New York City. I think around Chelsea Piers. I think, I, and the main event was of Raven versus DDT because they had that feud on TRL that one week. Mm. If you remember, where like I think Raven went through a table. I don't know, Raven gave DDP, like, a DDT to 
Yeah, he gave DDT, DDP a DDT onto a table on TRL, I think, before it was even called TRL. But I'm not 100% sure about that. But they did wrestle in the rain in New York City on a on a special. So. Did, didn't they have, a, like, a spring break thing where I remember, like, oh, Scott shit, Hall, yeah. Kevin Nash, and, and someone threw a rock at Kevin Nash, and he ran after them? I think this yeah, was someone... shown, like, on an outtake show later on. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, you're right, and I think they should have done more of those, because I think with so many huge guys in wrestling, you don't necessarily realize how big they are unless you see them in person, you know? So, you know, people, they look at, like, they'll look at a guy like, you know, let's say Trevor Murdoch, or, you know, in in that case, uh, Scott Hall, back mm-hmm. around, what, what was it, probably around 97? Uh, yeah, 97, 98, around there. Right, and he's a huge guy. I remember him when he uh, when he jumped in the crowd. He pretty much towered over everybody. Yeah, and he, he, you don't necessarily it doesn't really convey that well on the TV. I mm. think, which is strange, but a lot of times uh, guys that look really big end up looking pretty average on television. A current example for for this would uh, be Lance Cade, who is humongous but comes up looking like an average guy, which is crazy. Yeah, because he's always around other big it wrestlers, does. so it's not. But if he was in a crowd with you and me, you know, he, we would be like, "Wow, what a what a huge guy!" Or if he or if he tagged with JTG, yeah, yeah. what a team! What a team that would be. JTG, yeah, I could see, uh, I could see them having a kid, and that kid would be the, uh, the uh, it would be Cowboy Troy. <laughs> I'm all I'm all about Cowboy Troy. I'm all about country references today. So we're gonna have to have a deep conversation about Graham Parsons later on. Can do. Let me make a note. Tremendous, yes. I have a question to ask before we get further. What is that song that plays in the beginning of your show? That is the theme music for the Dragon Gate promotion in Japan. See, I wouldn't know that. I don't know if you told the the, the, uh, told the listeners about what the song was because you know a lot of us aren't really hit to the Dragon Gate stuff. You know, a lot of us. You know, I'm sure some of us don't even have ROH DVDs or Dragon Gate DVDs. So you gotta have to, you know, say like that was the theme song or whatever. But I'm sorry that I'm t- asking you how to run your show, but it's just because I am what I am right now. That's totally fine. And uh, yeah. no, the, the question comes up every now and then on a message board or comment, and I answer it there. But I will, yes. The beginning is the Dragon Gate entrance. The closing theme is the Osaka Pro theme. Wow. There you go. That's very wrestling related. I would like yes. a future episode. To, to have the uh, theme song for Perfect Strangers and the ending theme song to be the uh, theme song for uh, Step by Step. Yeah. I'll have, to, I'll have to work on that, Step by Anything Step. Anything TGIF related, you know? Any kind, I, I love all the TGIF songs, hmm. except for, like, Just the Ten of Us. I think that was kind of whack. I, I remember that show, but not the theme. I yes, I'm all I'm a big fan of ABC sitcoms. That that was like a golden age, I think. Television sure. now not so good. I'm watching yeah. Freaks and Geeks with the sound off right okay. now, and it's disturbing because they're like gonna have sex or something. All right, uh, let's see. Fuck. What oh, are we talking God. about? Oh, Wrestle Society X. You uh, you watched? Oh it. yeah, you, Wrestling uh, Society. It's a new society. Yeah, you you watched it last night. I watched it. Uh, it, last night was the premiere, but they MTV aired it Friday and Saturday for, for whatever reason. And I, I watched it on Saturday. And the commercial said, watch the premiere of WrestleSide X this Tuesday. And I'm like, well, actually, I'm watching it now. But 
What do right. you, you think of this this little uh, half hour epic? Okay. Um, well, I was expecting a real like new society, actually, like wrestling society acts, like a society of wrestlers. And you know, I was just looking forward to this new society, you know, banding together for the uh, for the love of the business and wrestling because they love wrestling, kind of like ROH, I think, you know, where they love wrestling. Sure. And, you know, we love wrestling, and we love to wrestle, and this is what we do. Well, I kind of, like, got that, like, kind of pseudo-ROH-ish kind of vibe with, like, that sleazy, uh, the sleazy non-porn and uh, elements of XPW. That's kind of, like, what I got from yeah. the whole advertisement. Like, you know, we're together, we're just, we love wrestling, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're going to give you this bang for your buck, which is what TNA kind of, did with the X Division, but then quickly decided that they didn't want to push them anymore. So yeah, yeah. So they kind of I got that like early TNA on Spike TV vibe, where, you know, where the X Division was supposed to be this huge draw. I got that, and I got like the, the sleazy vibe of our of uh, XBW. Hmm. There are no sleazy vibe vibes in ROH, none whatsoever. No, not, not a hint. By, not not tainted by any uh, supposed. Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Not anymore. You know what I'm... Yeah, no, of course not. Nothing happened. No one got arrested. Whatever. Uh, oh, it's in the past. Let's forget about it. Unless you go to Wikipedia. Then you'll yeah. know everything. All the dirt. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Oh, Wrestle Society X. Yeah. Um, I'm going to the subject. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it, it wasn't It wasn't a good show. If, but if it was bad, it was a fun kind of bad. Something like ECW, that's just bad. It makes you feel upset. But when it was done, I, I, I could laugh at, you know, portions of this. And it's only a half hour. It's hardly – this is not a major tax of your time. Right, 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 right. I agree about that. I, but I, I, um, I don't know how different the, uh, sec, the, uh, the new episode for next week mm. is going to compare to this one. I mean, the quality could be better. I, I have, it has to, be, has to be better because the camera angles were horrendous. Yeah. You know, when they – for that Jack Evans uh, – Match, the angles were horrendous. Like it, it looked clipped to death, but I didn't know what what was going on. But it just seemed like everything was like stunted or something. Where they kind of when they cut, like it looked like they shouldn't have cut, or I don't know. It was just very strange to me. Like everything was all out of place. I believe and that opening match was uh, it, w- it went like five minutes, but they clipped it down to three and a half for whatever reason. So that, that I don't know. Maybe they cut I out had, whatever they conceive to be downtime, so they would make it literal, total, nonstop action. Yeah, and I just didn't. I I was expecting a lot more, honestly. I was expecting some decent character development, or you know, just something to tease people with. And I didn't really get that. I felt that the match was fine for what it was, which was being crazy and stuff. But it didn't seem. It seemed kind of like a homogenized version of. Bastard, I mean, like the bastard child of TNA and XPW, mm. and I got none of that like society vibe that I was looking forward to. You know, where like everybody walks to the ring wearing an armband that says Wrestling Society X because they're a society. They didn't get that here. I mean, if the blood, if the Bloods and Crips and Latin Kings are going to have rags sticking from the back of their jeans pockets, then why can't they wear armbands if they're Wrestling Society X? What kind of fucking society are you? Come on. It's ridiculous. 
I did have to laugh at Matt Seidel being cast as a heel when he's like this fresh-faced young guy and his uh, college sweetheart, Lizzie Valentine. And yeah, I, she's clearly Hispanic. <laughs> yeah. And, um, she's very clearly Hispanic in all, in, in, in all ways, shapes, and forms. She is clearly a Hispanic woman. And her name is probably like Lizzie Valentina Romero or whatever. I know she trained with Homicide, who's supposed to be really good. So. Sure. Yeah. I, I did laugh at the spot at the end where she she grabbed Jack's foot as he came off the ropes, and that's fine. That's okay. a normal spot. But but she held on to the foot for whatever reason, and, and it got dragged into the ring. I mean, obviously yeah. it was to be set up to the, the DDT spot that Jack jumped off her back, but the, I, I kind of laughed at that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I mean the match was kind of what I was expected. I saw someone complaining on the Observer website there was no selling, and I'm like, this is a promotion on MTV. What what exactly were you expecting? Like selling? Like, yeah. Well, selling on wrestling programming these days. Oh my god! Like, you can I could hear I could hear I could read a ten page argument about selling on a message board or something. I mean, yeah. I don't. Oh god, the selling argument is one of the more annoying things to read about, and it is to talk about as well. Mm. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's a subject that I don't like bringing up too often. But I will say one thing about the uh, thing what they call it the, uh, the the Chiron. Is that is that how you say it? Uh, sure. Yeah. I never figured that. Chiron, Chiron, the graphics. Whatever. Yeah, you know. Um, I didn't like the uh, stuff they put about the championships they won because it's all alphabet soup anyway. I mean, if you're an MTV viewer, view, viewer and you're you know, you know, drunk, stoned, or just too lazy to hang out with your friends or I don't know, do you want to study for class or whatever? And you're reading all these freaking championships that these guys have. How much of a, how much is that really going to matter? Like, ooh, wow, he was a two-time international XPW champion and he defeated Shadow WX and Osaka Pro or whatever. It would have been big Japan, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they mentioned promotions like JAPW and, and IWA, and I'm like, if you're not a fan... And you know, you just you're a casual fan. Are you impressed by this that these people won belts and promotions you probably never heard of? I mean, they can you know, be made up for all you know. You make a whole lot of sense, and I also want to say that they could have done something like well, what WWF was doing with Matt Hardy when he was V1, and that was put the little things about their personalities and quirks yeah. or whatever. They could do something like that. Perfect. That would be so much better than what, what they did on this pilot. Mm-hmm. They just put Alphabet Soup out there. Probably just to impress, they they try to impress uh, the MTV, probably the suits a lot, you know, because that's what they had to do. They had to, they had to impress the suits enough for them to show it on television mm. and for them to have a deal. So they put these alphabet soup on when they should have just been creative and, you know, said goofy things about the guys, you know. I think that would be more interesting than how many championships they won in some federation that's 5,000 miles away from you. It makes no sense. Mm. I did like how Chris Hamrick was – he just said redneck tag champion. And I'm like, is that a federation or is that just saying he was a redneck who was a tag champion? I don't I, know. Wasn't he like a Memphis regular? I don't know. He bounces around the south, I think. South, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I will say this about Chris Hamrick. He had probably the best performance in that whole in that whole match. I don't care about the cage with the electrocuted uh, light tubes or whatever. The, the the two or three bumps he took in that match were pretty great. <laughs> there were some great bumps that he took, and that's the, probably the only thing I really cared about, other than the uh, 
you know, the spinneroo move that uh, Teddy Hart does. Mm. Shooting Star Press. Yes. Is that it? Yeah. He did that. That was cool, but gives a shit. Yeah. I like the part where he threw the bottle at Just Incredible and Just Incredible threw it back. That was probably the best part. Those those three were the best parts of that match. Everything else was the complete shit. <laughs> you know, we forgot to mention the show actually opened with a band. It was uh, Black Label Society, which sadly was not Zach Wilde playing with two animatronic scorpions. But they only played for 30 seconds, and I don't know what the point was. You know what it reminded me of? Do you remember Roller Games back in the late 80s, early 90s? Oh, my God. With the black guy, he fell off the ramp? Yes, he like, yes. He fell, he oh, I love that episode. I've seen that about three times. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they would have roller derby, and the band like Warren would play it at halftime or what have you. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what oh, me my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is great stuff. Oh, I, you remember that episode with the black guy with the I Jericho? They, they whipped him and, and the helmet. He flying. He was supposed to like go around Ooh. the ramp. He went, flew over the ramp. He just landed in nowhere. You just saw him like, face down, and his team lost. Um, that was like the All-Star was, game. Yeah. I mean, I grew up on WWF TV, and you know, I mean, you know how they fall. You know, they don't fall back then. I don't know if the uh, the bumps that they took back then probably weren't as visible, but this one, like, freaked me out. Like, someone falling from, like, it seemed like about 12 feet, but it probably was about, like, two or three. But yeah. That was probably the the best storyline telling of that year. <laughs> Just that whole fall. He was one of the bad guys, too. Yes, he was. That's what yeah. made it even sweeter. Oh, man. He had his comeuppance. Can't believe I remember this. <laughs> yeah. That was that was on Saturday nights. So it was packaged with uh, American Gladiators. That was quite the twofer back in the day. I loved American Gladiators. If you didn't leave the house. I loved that show. It was great. Especially when the, when the, the smaller guys, he'd be so fast. And then, you know, they'd, the, they'd have those, those guns with, like, the, the yellow dildos inside of them to hit them with. <laughs> and they'd have to go from like, one thing balls. to another. I thought they were just Nerf balls. I don't, oh, well, no, I guess they were like big arrows. I guess they, you could interpret them as being dildos. What is like this big roided up motherfucker going to try to do with his like fake shooting gun thing? I mean, it doesn't look really impressive to me. That was like one of the dumber games, I think. Ooh, I'm ripped and stuff, and I'm also a very amazing marksman. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Give me a break. Am I on tonight? Am I good? I'm doing good tonight? So we are fantastic right now, but um, yes, yes. Yeah, you know, I, I remember Just Incredible. You mentioned um, how could he be Just Incredible? I thought WWE copyrighted that name. Why was he Pete Blocko or whatever? Did he do it before? Did he do it before or after the uh, the show? Like when was he notified that he couldn't use Just Incredible? Like, oh, I don't know. After... Even if uh, if it was during the show, I thought they would make changes or something, but. I don't know. For some reason, in the uh, just to talk about just incredible in the for some reason in the uh, the promo where he was like kind of introducing himself. Yeah. He kind of remind he kind of looked like Nate Webb with that with that uh that thing on his that that bandana on his head. Hmm. He looked like Nate Webb to me. I don't know. He just looked goofy. I, I, I never really understood his his ECW run. I just d- did not understand it. I mean, we talked about this before where we lamented about him. Uh, pinning Sasuke and pinning Grand Hamada and pinning p- pinning my favorite ECW champion Mikey Ripwreck. Come on, come on, and bu- and just, like breaking his neck in Buffalo or whatever. Mm. Yeah, he got uh, he will no longer be a part of WSX. So uh, him, uh, I think New Jack and Chris Hamrick are all not coming back. But um, everybody else is in pretty much. I think so. 
then why would they go out of their way to like shoot promos for guys that aren't even going to be in their company? <laughs> I, I really, I really you know, we, don't know. That is know. really retarded. Uh, that's because re- I think he made a he made a big deal after the first episode because I think he some story about him stealing like Kevin Kleinrock's camera or something and mm. something to do with that. New Jack is New Jack, and I yeah. don't want to get killed. I like. I did like how his thing. He was angry at uh, Chris Hamrick because he was a redneck and uh, and beat him up. <laughs> that was that was about being killed a ref. So what did you think about that uh, that ring announcer, that um, ball guy? What did you think about him? I don't. I don't know whether he was horrible or uh, or like good for the like Don West like enthusiastic. Whether that's good, I'm I'm, I'm undecided right now. Next week I, I may hate him and uh, I they, probably will. They probably should have re- they should have just got brought Ricky Rackman back into the business. Honestly, he would have been he would have been perfect for that role. I, mm. Honestly, not this dude who yells and screams like everything's such a big deal. I mean, I know it's the MTV crowd and you got to keep your attention, but shit. I mean, you don't got to yell. No, you don't. You got to yell like that all the time. What would you think of the uh, the announcers? Uh, who was it? Chris Kloss and Brad Ernst, whoever he was. I had the other guy, it sounded like his microphone was, like, deeper or something than the other ones. Like, mm. he, like, recorded his comments later or something. Mm. I don't know. There was something with the sound that bothered me. It, they just sounded different. But it just it might just been the way I was hearing at the time. But yeah. it just seemed kind of canned. Like, the crowd reactions were definitely canned, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a, a paid crowd to, uh, to react, I believe. The paid crowd, and I thought I heard, like, like that, you know that that fake that fake thunder white noise kind of heat. Like, yeah. You know, I think I heard that as well. With like, you know, it's like, <sighs> but it's like that one continuous sound. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was just my ears, but that's that's what I thought. About the announcing, nothing nothing really stood out about them. No, they I mean, weren't like, they weren't a detriment, but they weren't. They um, <laughs> actually on the on the, uh, the um, web exclusive program they were much much worse than they were on tv but i'll get into that oh in a second. yeah I've, I've never heard really good things about chris Cloth, so i kind of figured yeah they were just the announcing yeah i mean i've been joking around that this is like this is going to be like the new version of mid-south you know bill watson's vision <laughs> you know and that vampira was going to be like the jyd and ricky banderas was going to be like michael hayes you know that whole angle, huh. you know, with the you know with the fireball or whatever, with the blinding him. Yes, yeah, so they blinded him, and then, you know, like all the fucking fans wanted to beat up Michael Hayes and all that stuff. I mean, I kind of thought it was going to be like like Mid South, but I don't know. I'm just not getting that Mid South vibe from this pilot. I mean, the pilot showing this, then I mean, this might as well be um, the first Russo era TNA. I mean, it kind of looks that bad. To me, thankfully, there are no guys as boring as the Naturals on this roster. So no, that is positive. No, no Naturals and no Hot Shots. So yep. that's good. That's which good. one? Which one was the Natural and Hot Shot? Um, was it Chase Stevens, or maybe it was which Andy one? Douglas? Who's that? Andy Douglas is the brown is the brown haired one, right? Yeah, I think. Have you figured that out yet? <laughs> no, so I, I, I still don't know. They've it, been on national television for how long, and they've been um, on pay-per-view for how long, and no one years. knows which one is which. No, no one does. Pathetic. And great great storytelling and great character <laughs> development by TNA. One of their great trademarks is, are, 
are the are those things. They yep. they're just great at like making these characters that everyone knows everything about. They're so great at that. I mean, we know so much about Abyss now that we didn't know before. Yeah, he shot his dad. Yeah, in the head, like three times. Uh, the back, actually. Or, the back. No, maybe he shot him from the back. He's in a coma. Oh my god, he's still in a coma. I guess, yeah. Damn. So yeah, he's uh, yeah. That makes me want to pay money to see Abyss wrestle now that I know he. I'm just broken up over this. I can't believe it. Mm. Like, does he wear a mask too? Who's dad? Yeah. He may. I don't know. Oh people in coma wear masks, but... I don't know. I'm about to have a cry over this. Oh. No, no, I gotta... Okay, let's do this. Come on. All right. I'll, uh, while you recover, I will I will make the point that the, the show was shot in the WSX bunker, which was made to look like a rundown warehouse. I'm sure they, they, they spent a fortune to achieve this look when it probably would have been much cheaper to just find a rundown warehouse. Okay, okay, I'm better. That's I'm better. good. Breathe. Okay, okay. Just think about the massive explosions during the Battle Royal, and that should cheer you up. Yeah, that's true. Like, what the hell was going on? <laughs> I guess. Explosions? People dying left and right? I mean, I feel like this is like, this is like an affront to everything that's going on in Darfur. In, uh, you know, you know, savedarfur.org, you know, that's how I... Mm-hmm. That's how I knew the start. That's when I figured something bad was going on in Darfur, but I don't know what else. Other than that, I'm, I'm sure I'll figure out what, what, what's going on there in a couple of years. But, you know, what's going on in Darfur and, you know, um, Israel, Palestine, Iraq, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think <laughs> that's, it's that's what like, I think to my mind when uh, when youth suicide fell into uh, an ex- electric bomb or whatever he fell on. You know what? He was my favorite character on that on that show. Actually, I mean, uh, I liked youth suicide because he came in the ring and he didn't look like any of the guys in the ring. He had like the tight jeans, the, the really tight jeans that give you like a wedgie, and he had that hilarious hat. Like, I was just thinking, holy shit! It's like uh, this kid who like listens to Crust. And is also like a really big fan of Clockwork Orange or something. Like probably. A, yeah, and he probably looks to listen to like the Addicts and all these other bands that I have no idea about. Yeah. So that's kind of like what I got a feel for him. So I was like, you know what? He probably is a very shitty XPW wrestler, but he's got a cool gimmick and he looks different. And I don't give a shit if Teddy Hart is wearing oven mitt pants or whatever he was wearing. I don't care because Youth Suicide is, he's got a pretty good gimmick, honestly. I'm, I'm not going to get a shit him on that. I think he's got something with his look. But as far as wrestling ability, I'm pretty sure he's not as good as Van Hammer. I think that was his first professional match. That, that's what it said under titles held. It said first professional match. So I guess they wanted to state this was his first match but didn't know how to do it otherwise. So. See, yeah, that's what a good, a good factoid could have come in. They just said Youth Suicide, first professional match. There you go. They should have, they should, you know who they should have brought in was Homeless Jimmy, honestly. They should have brought in Homeless Jimmy and dressed and dressed him up like Necro Butcher. There you go. They should have just bring in Necro Butcher. No, but he costs more. You might as well bring in Homeless Jimmy. Jimmy, he'd probably, <laughs> you know, he'd probably take 150. For, opposed to 200 for the Necro Butcher? Yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, the, 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 those $50 go a, whole, go a long way. So, I mean, I think he could have just brought in Homeless Jimmy and called him Necro Butcher. 
Why not? <laughs> Why not indeed? Exactly. But, um, they probably could call him Necro Butcher, and Necro Butcher would, would just have to call himself Necro from now on. I wonder if Necro trademarked that. Actually, Necro Butcher, that's not, that name came from, uh, I think, the lead singer of some metal band. Oh, my God. Oh, Mayhem. Mayhem. It may have been Mayhem, yeah. Maybe, so, yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe and one of the guys ate the other. Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, Mayhem. Yeah. You got to, you know, get him with the uh, encyclopedia. Of, uh, uh, Wikipedia oh, or Pedia. Wikipedia. Wiki. Whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you uh, happen to see WS Extra on MTV.com, which is an internet-only nope. show hosted no, by Lacey and the uh, insane ring announcer who toned himself down, thankfully? Wow. Um, I haven't seen that yet. I have not seen Lacey on Extra. I only see her on ROH Video Wire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, uh, I haven't seen it yet because um, I I can't really watch too many videos at work. So. Yeah, but they uh, they had yeah. an exclusive match. It was Human Tornado, Puma, and Luke Hawks in a, a three way dance that went eight minutes, and it actually had a commercial break in the middle, even though this was internet only. They actually like stopped it and what? aired. Like, Are you uh, serious? No, I'm dead serious. They had a Nike commercial in between. I'm like, what? which one with the basketball players in the white, and they're like. Marching to yeah, the, and the Santana song. The rap song yeah. mentions Voltron. Yeah. 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 Live strong. Yeah. yeah. The second coming. Yeah. And I'm the like, second coming. Hey. I yeah. have to do my dual Santana A. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, that's a cool commercial. But how was the match? It was everyone like eight minutes. Got pretty good length of time. Just you know a lot of uh, a lot of high you know. Uh, high spot riffic action. It was totally fine for uh, the the screen to watch. This is very very small. It's like an inch by an inch. So I wish mm. they'd fix that. But no, and I mean they did recaps of the the first show. They showed upcoming gimmicks coming up. That uh, some stuff I'm looking very forward to. Have, have oh, you seen okay. the uh, the upcoming the uh, trading cards they had online for some of these? Uh, the you know the, the videos. The yeah, videos? it's like yeah. It's like yeah, it's the old them. women of wrestling, the old, you know, the very broad gimmicks. You can just say, "Oh, this is the white trash team. This is the emo team. This is uh, the team. gangsta team." Yeah, I like that. The I like the white trash team. team the best. The white, tr- the white trash team is probably my favorite. My favorite team gimmick, at least. That that that's pretty hilarious. I, think I don't the... know what. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, what the deal is with the Teddy Hart uh, M Dog team. The, the, the name they the gave Fury. them. Yes, he I did not. Theory. I didn't get, I get that at all. I, I, I don't I, know. I think it's a punk rock reference, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't listen to much punk rock. Yeah, that's, I don't I, really. But I, I think the the D I F H, which I think stands for Do It For Her, emo team of Tyler Black and Jimmy Jacobs is uh, tremendous. As is Cole Cabana as Matt Classic, the old school wrestler, which yeah, sounds like something uh, Keith Lipinski would come up with. Yeah. Yeah, Lipinski. Yeah, he's he's a radio host. I know that much. Yep. Um. Um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, I'm very. I'm a huge fan of the Matt Classic gimmick, and whoever thought of that up is a genius. Um. I heard somewhere that they were looking into. I don't know if you know who this guy is, the Masked Maniac. Uh. Um. Frank Goodman, the promoter. Yeah. The uh, the um. Who does what? USA Pro. Or, yeah, US, USA Pro, UXW. Yeah. He's like now he's promoting in Florida now. Well, I right. heard some kind of rumor that him and uh, this other dude, who I will not mention because I don't feel like it, but like they were like contacted to do the um, the thing. 
Mm-hmm. But it's probably just a bullshit lie because I listen to crashy internet radio and stuff. Because okay. That's what so, yeah. Alright, so I guess that's it for WX... No, WSX. Uh, yeah. Anything else of note? I uh, I do realize this was a pilot. It was filmed a year ago. Things will probably be a bit different and I imagine better. And I, I will keep watching because, like I said, it's only a half hour and it's... Why not? Sure, why not? What else are you going to do? Why not? What else are you gonna do? You could do something else. I mean, why? I mean, why not watch professional wrestling, even if you know people that don't like watching professional wrestling in the room? You might as well put it on anyway and tell them to shove it. Sure. So watch that pro wrestling. I mean, you can't just sit around and keep watching NWA tapes from 1985 and 84. You can't be doing that all the time. You gotta live in the current era. It's 2007. Unless you have 24-7, which I don't. Yeah, but even if I did, I wouldn't be able to watch it all the time because I get sick of professional wrestling, which That's I think true. everybody needs to get sick of every once in a while. That's like, actually very I get, true. You know, I mean, sometimes I get sick of sports, so I don't watch a whole lot of sports that one week. You know, or sometimes I don't really care about music, so I don't really, you know, keep up with the, the hits. You know, and sometimes I get sick of wrestling, and I don't care if I miss a couple of episodes of Raw because I'd rather hang out with my friends instead. You know, I mean, you kind of, ha- you can't be too much into it. Like, these pe- these freaks who are into the hot stove baseball and, you know, they're they're already freaking out about baseball now. It just scares me. I mean, relax. It's just sports. It's not life and death. Mm. Good grief. Well said. <sighs> well, on another note, uh, the Royal Rumble was this past Sunday, which I did not see, even though Ken Kennedy called my house and told me to order it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you get this where you are, but... I have wrestlers call leaving pre-taped messages before pay-per-views. Uh, Hulk Hogan really? called once, and uh, for the the ECW pay-per-view, this was the best. They had it was just Jeff from Charter Communications called and told me to order the show. They couldn't even get Big Show or Bobby Lashley to say something. No, this just the they guy. They couldn't from get Charter. Tony Mama Luke to no. say something. No, and there's was... like two episodes of the show. Yeah. Oh. Uh... What happened? No. I was very Ken Kennedy didn't even do this. He should have done the you know the Kennedy and then called yeah. right back and went Kennedy. No, he. Just oh says, my god! That would have been so great, but he's just like I'm Ken Kennedy. Order the Royal Rumble and then I'm like, know, they... yeah, what a waste. So you didn't order the show? I actually did not, and uh, I somewhat regret that. It was forty bucks, but uh, I will certainly try to grab it on DVD. When it comes out. I will get it on DVD, and I watch the show. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm giving it like a heavy, a, a really strong endorsement. Probably the best pay per view I watched since um, I think it was the uh, New Year's Revolution from last year. Okay. Yeah, with the Edge uh, wow. title victory. That, yeah, that was probably my that was my favorite pay per view since then. So. Uh, uh, speaking of yeah. Kane Kennedy, how was his match with Batista? I've heard. Good things, I've heard bad things. Like Okay, I want to first start off because I was thinking about the show today pretty much while I was at work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I pretty much, yeah, I, this, is the, this is the life I live. So um, I was thinking about the show and I was thinking about the match and I pretty much came to, the, I came to a strong feeling that Batista was shortchanged because um, I, Meltzer, he, he craps on him. A lot of people on the net crap on him. But, the guy does the one, the one important thing, which I will not discuss on end because it's aggravating to me and everybody else. He sells, and um, he was great. I think he did a pretty good job of doing that. 
everything else, I mean, he's kind of slow in plotting and everything, but when he wasn't on offense, that much that match was really good. And uh, Ken Kennedy did a good job. I, I don't think it was a crappy match. I thought it was pretty much, I think that's, yeah, pretty much maybe, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll say star better or whatever. Okay. But it was it was somewhere it was a better version of uh the ECW match hmm. I think. But I think Kennedy did did shine like towards the end when the uh, fans were cheering him on I I felt that uh he was uh pretty good. I mean he just he doesn't really carry himself like a star though. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it maybe it's his size or just the way that he just walks or I don't know or the kind of he he doesn't he has this interesting face that doesn't really convey seriousness and he doesn't he doesn't look like a main eventer. I mean he just doesn't. Hmm. And um but I mean his wrestling has dramatically improved since the first time I saw him. And um I don't know, maybe he can be a main eventer. I, I just I just don't see in his attitude not necessarily his promo ability, but his attitude and just the way he carries himself in the ring, I don't see that main eventer quality in him. Hmm. But, uh, I mean, the jury's out, I guess. I mean, if yeah. he's getting over, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. You know? The only result <laughs> that surprised me was the, the Hardy Boys Eminem tag match, which you, you would think uh, Eminem would win to, to drag this out, but it seems like the Hardys have won, you know, all the, all the big tag matches. Right. And it... It was a good match. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a good match, but, I mean, could have been a little bit more heated. I mean, they could have, you know, give the fans something to think about afterwards instead of guys just pointing at each other and saying, yeah, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. I mean, they could have done it like a, they could have made the injury angle on Matt look a little bit more interesting, I guess. Mm. Or they could have, they could have beaten them. They could have beaten the Hardys. Yeah. And they could have done something to his uh, thing. What was his problem, though? Like a broke, broken rib or whatever? That was the uh, thing on Matt, the uh, injury? Uh, they I worked been... an injury, I think, on his ribs, okay. I think. Yeah, but, I mean, they didn't really do a whole lot with that. I mean, they could have they could have beaten him and then, like, really hurt his back or something. Mm. But they chose not to go that route, I guess, with, the, uh, with this feud. But it looks like they're going to be feuding next month. So... I guess, yeah. From the I spoilers, we'll that's kind of what I read, I think. Yeah. Well, and uh, wrong. the Undertaker won the Royal Rumble, and we have a bit of a cliffhanger as to which uh, title he will pursue. I've heard that it's, it'll still be Batista Undertaker at WrestleMania, <laughs> and we'll get Cena, Michaels, and Edge Orton underneath. And I, I would rather do... I mean, Batista Undertaker's fine. As, as a match, it'll probably stink, but it'll, it'll have interest in it about... Who's going to win? I, I would actually do a four-way on the Raw side. I would do Cena, Michaels, Edge, and Orton. Because it's going to be strange having two babyface versus babyface matches on top, and then a heel versus a heel match underneath. Cena, Michaels, Edge, and Orton? Yeah. As the main event of which pay-per-view? Uh, WrestleMania. A tag match? No, no, it would be a four-way match for the title. Oh, okay. Um, I don't like four-ways on top. Of that of big big shows, I think mm-hmm. I kind of not a huge fan of that. I mean, I think that's something that they could. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that's a better overall. I mean, they could do. I mean, Cena Michaels would be good. I mean, Cena Edge, Cena Orton. I just think that having all four of them in the mix because they've been intertwined a bit these last few weeks. They all yeah. have reasons to hate each other, and I think it'd be you know, I think it'd be yeah. a probably a real good match too if you do it elimination style. Here's the thing um, that I, I have a problem with Orton being in the main event of WrestleMania because um, Edge, Edge, I mean, what feuds has Randy Orton been in for the past year? Who, is he, who, is he, who, who has he feuded with? Who has he feuded with? What has Randy done? He feuded with Carlito, right? Oh, yeah, for, yeah. And, Carlito. Uh, did he fight Rob Van Dam on a pay-per-view last year? Van Dam, right. That's right, at, at, a, at a, a night. Yeah, he, he did not have a very memorable year. Oh, Kurt Angle, he had a couple yeah. matches with. Kurt Angle, which didn't really mean anything in the end. But, uh, I don't know, I just do not... Oh, and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hogan. I don't know, I don't I, I don't see that long-term build for him, and it just seems kind of like, if they're going to put him on WrestleMania, that they've got to have a, he'd, he'd have a longer, year-long build. I mean, at least be, at least somewhere near the mix. And he hasn't... It, it, it looks kind of odd, I think, if he was in the main event of uh, WrestleMania when he hasn't even been on top or anything for a long time. I mean, mm. sure, he may have been the last one. And I think you can also look back. I think maybe my, my point might may be wrong because Batista had not been on top for all that long either, and yet they still built to that at WrestleMania. But I still yes. think you need a longer-term build to be put on the, on the main event of a pay-per-view that... You're expecting to be your highest grossing one. I think it's imperative that they put guys on that have been in the mix and have been main, event, main eventers. And for the most part, it's it's Cena, it's been Edge, and uh, Michaels has been on tons of pay-per-views main eventing. So, yeah. I mean, you have those three there. Orton, when he was on top, didn't draw, and that's why they gave the title to Triple H afterwards. So I don't know why they. I, I kind of wish that they had like a three-way instead. Mm. And but I don't know if it's a matter of that Orton. I mean, Orton only had a month on top. They rushed the storyline horribly, where Triple H turned on him and won the belt. And then true, they, they did decide to go with Batista because he was getting over quite a bit with the story because they ran a, a, a real good storyline with him, so he got over right. immensely. But yeah, they kind of they, they they fucked him over. It's true, they kind of did. They dropped the ball with him, but um, he hasn't had that. He hasn't had had any kind of run to deserve being on top. I think. I think you deserve to have some kind of run, or be in an interesting storyline for more than a couple of months, just because the McMahon thing ended. Mm. That's just what I think, you know. But I mean, I'm sure someone, someone somewhere is going to have a better opinion about it. But I mean. In my in my mind, the guys who have been on top should should main event the the, uh, the number one pay per view of the year. And I just I don't like the Orton idea, honestly, but I do respect your opinion. Oh well, thank you. Not a problem. I'm trying to put some you know etiquette, you know, because I don't do that on message boards. I might as well do it here. Sure. All right. Well, do you have anything else you would like to uh, discuss today? You know what? Um, I've been kind of sad lately from listening to the show that I didn't hear anything. Uh, no RRPs to Bam Bam Bigelow. You know, he he uh, he passed away recently. That's true. So it's true. I mean, so I mean, it's messed up what happened. Just another dude dead. 
and there are going to be more guys dying because you don't live forever. And um, I have a website, okay. actually, and we have a mystery investor, and I will not name names because, I mean, have you heard, you've heard of uh, CBSSportsLine.com, right? Certainly have. And they they bought um they bought Russell Line or Russell something. Yeah, WrestleManiacs and then WrestleMania. Ma- WrestleMania. Something like that, yeah. Yes, yes. Well, um my blog well it used to be my blog and my other partners' blogs has been bought out by a mystery investor for about several million. And I don't really want to dis- discuss everything right now, but big plans are on the way and um I'm really Really excited for the future. So everybody stay tuned because I have done something that is great. And I have the blog name if you'd like uh, me to say so. Sure, you say it. I believe I know what it is, but I'll have you say it instead. It's called Testicles Chowdery, and the blog is testiclescometh.blogspot.com. It's probably the uh, greatest in internet journalism in the world. And um, I think it's imperative that everybody understand that. And um, it's pretty much a known fact right now. I mean, all the, uh, I mean, Gawker is now frightened of us. Um, so is bestweekever.net. All these, all these piss poor sites, they, they, they're not as, they're not as good. So um, internet journalism, we will be covering everything and we have interviews lined up with several very important people, and we will be talking about important things with each and every one of them. Thank you. Wow. Well, we will have a link to that on uh, the main page if the Cubs fan can. Uh, <laughs> Cubs fan has it in him to link to the testicles chowdery. But I want to thank you for being on. Uh, this show flew by. Fun as always. Uh, we will definitely get you on. Much sooner than we had the last time. I think it was like four and a half months since your last appearance. Really? But, yeah, I always yeah. feel like I'm like a big whore for this show or something. Like I have to always come on after a while. I have to like beg for an appearance here or there. And I kind of feel like I'm on too much. I don't know. Like what do you think about that? No, I don't think so. It's only the third appearance out of this show number yeah. 39. So That's good. I, I, I kind of want to keep it under like 10 for like at least this year. I don't want to be on like another seven times this year. I, I don't want to be on seven times next year either, so that way I kind of feel like a normal internet guy and not like somebody who, you know, has to be the guest on the show or else his feelings get hurt or whatever. I don't want to be that dude. So. That's good to know. But, uh, yeah, maybe when uh, some more Wrestle Society X, the season wraps up, we see some more shows. We'll get you back on to discuss this. And um, I guess that's going to be it. I encourage everyone to visit com. Or thecubsfan.com for a full archive of shows arranged by subject matter. You'll find something you like somewhere. You can also check out Tanvir's two previous appearances. Um, I'm trying to. Th- That's right. That's I right. I can't remember the. I uh, remember back in uh, mid September, that was the last time you were on. And also much earlier. Let me look at this real quick. Uh, cannot find the webpage. This is tremendous radio right now. You can find it. You can find it. And so, internet's very this slow. is your conscience. This is your conscience. And I have it. You were on episode... Now I can't find it again. Yeah, so you were on episode 20. 
back on September 16th and also episode 8 way back on June 17th of 2006. So plenty of good times there. Um, I guess that's it. Do you have any final words? Yeah, I'd just like to say that we didn't talk about Cena and Umaga, but they had a hell of a match on the pay-per-view. And if you're going to buy the DVD or you're thinking about buying the DVD, just watch that match and you'll see why both of these guys are at the top of their class pretty much. I mean, they are great. All right. Um, Check that out. All right, that sounds good. I thank you again for being on. Our next show is number 40, and I am trying to get a someone in the wrestling business on, a wrestler, in fact. Ooh. Trying to pull that right now. We shall see if it comes off. I do not want to disappoint should fall through, but you have that to look forward to at some point. I guess that's going to do it. Again, I thank everyone for listening, and I will talk to you soon.